0: Five, four, three, two, one. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast.
1: is the top five things in geek of summer 2016 now for those who might be listeners from our other podcasts some people really love top five episodes and, and by other people i'm referring to co-hosts and some people don't but i think i actually have two people with me today who like top five podcasts joining me as always is my co-host craig peters welcome hey hey and also joining me is Melody Eagles. who, if you've listened to the Pop Confidential or Daytime Confidential podcast, you're very familiar with her as well. And I think you like top fives as well, if I'm not mistaken.
2: It's only me and you for the top fives, Luke. Everyone else hates us, <laughs> well, but I don't mind them at all.
1: <laughs> Listen, I could record top fives all the time, and I could come <laughs> up with all kinds of variations of topics to count down. I just love them. So... Of course, with Geek Confidential, since this is a new podcast, I had to have a top five. And how better to sum up the summer of 2016 in Geek than a top five podcast? Mel, we'll go mm-hmm. with you first. Ladies first, what do you have as as your number
2: five pick for the summer? My number five pick for the summer is Negan from The Walking Dead. Now, if you listen to the other podcast, you know I have a slight obsession with Jeffrey D. Morgan and his beauty. It just happens that way. But I am excited to see Negan as the new big bad on um, The Walking Dead. As you know from last season in the finale episode, Negan has all of our heroes, all of our favorites, lines up on their knees and he is about to bash someone's head in. Someone is not going to make it through season seven are we on now? I'm not sure, but we're, we're pretty deep down in there. But, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, they're going to start off the season immediately killing someone, which is directly from the comics. So, you know, I kind of appreciate that. And I want to see how Jeffrey Dean Morgan really digs into this really gritty, nasty, baddie role, because he doesn't play a lot of, you know, really baddies. So I want to see, you know, how awesome he's going to be and how he really plays it and if it'll be super different from the comics, because I know The Walking Dead it tends to take a little bit of liberties in that instance, so I'm excited to see where it goes.
1: Well, and he was also in um, on The Good Wife, which I know you loved.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. And
1: there's another correlation to geekdom, which is that the actor who who was on there is now the, going to be the star of Luke Cage. Will you be mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. Luke Cage? Yes, I will. Okay, mm, well we're gonna we are going. I know to be I'm re- the only
2: lady on this show, so.
1: It's, it's not, not just, it, you don't have to just be a lady. Um, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Are I'm you saying you're not just, a lady? it how it is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. well, basically what I was going to say is we're planning on doing a special Luke Cage podcast. We hope that you will join us for that, Matt.
2: I will be all up on that thing.
0: All up on And, I, I, and I will
1: not be defining what that is. Uh, pun, cur- it, it, it. pun intended. Okay, Craig, what wow. do you have coming in at number five?
0: I want to say I do love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but I'm reserved on on his character because I love him as a good guy. So we'll see. Holding judgment on that. But okay, my number, my number five, uh, a lot of people will say uh, my number five is not really a geek thing. But bear with me for just a moment. It is the Summer Olympics. Now, you have to understand, I am a Summer Olympics freak far beyond the average person. I had hundreds of hours of of DVR Summer Olympics. Now, we're not talking normal Summer Olympics like basketball and, and volleyball and gymnastics and, and uh, diving. We're talking every single moment of the Olympics. We're talking rhythmic gymnastics. We're talking synchronized swimming. We're talking to the only a geek could possibly be that obsessed about every single moment of the Olympics. And when I say rhythmic gymnastics, I watch the stuff. I mean, I actually watch it. So so we're talking to massive geek level that this is my summer. So so it
1: wasn't technology or sci-fi or fantasy, but you geeked out over the Olympics.
0: Wow, In in, in all terms. And yes, there was... Technology and there was sci-fi in it and weird things happening and with the pools and we're talking <laughs> we're talking about Zika we're talking about Zika virus we're talking about green pools we're talking about this could be this the setup for you. Ryan uh, Lochte yeah exactly all of this un intriguing believable was this olympic
1: okay so. i would like to go on the record mel as having said that i am not the only person who makes it up as they go along just for the record <laughs> but you are the originator yes it, so. we, i will take credit for that because listen a person has to have prerogative coming in at number five for me is the world of warcraft legion expansion i loved how the pre-expansion um, gave us a lot of interesting content. I'm enjoying the Demon Hunter um, class. I love the fact that I was able to go in and level a 90 to 100 going around killing bosses really fast. It was like, damn, if this had only happened that much sooner, I could have, uh, if we would have had more time, I could have got more characters that I don't normally play up to level 100. World of Warcraft Legion. With the new talent, with the way new way that they're doing talents and the weapons, the fact that they have the class halls, I love it. I will see how it is. Maybe it's just going to be one of those things where it's a first. Like every everything is rosy. I'm looking at everything through rose colored glasses because it's brand new. But for now, I'm loving it. Ask me in six months. We'll see.
2: Number four, Mel. Number four, I have the Game of Thrones finale. Actually, the last two couple of episodes were pretty fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, please go and watch it, because the rest of this is going to be spoiler alert. And
1: this episode, this podcast, (laughs) unless otherwise noted, is always filled with
2: spoilers. Okay, please get into it people. Come on, that battle scene between, um, you know, the wall and the White Walkers was pretty fantastic it was fantastically shot just that whole scene of Jon Snow you know as the White Walker army comes rushing towards him he pulls out his sword and it's everyone I was just like wow this is really really well done and you know the way it progresses the story along I thought that was pretty fantastic and we also found out Jon Snow's lineage ah! <laughs> so yeah, it was good. That, that whole thing, R plus L equals J. Come on. I mean, he's a Targaryen who we, we kind of figured it. So I thought that was pretty fantastic too. But I felt like Game of Thrones really kind of pulled themselves together in the season, especially. And we have another favorite of mine was Arya Stark, you know, getting back to who she is you know she tried to move on she tried to be this different person but in the end she just had to be aria and she was like look i am aria stark i am from the north and y'all gonna know me everywhere she ended up killing walder frey which was fantastic and she was like y'all gonna bring me home to the north so I kind of loved all of that. And I really am kinda of sad, you know, it's ending. They're gonna do um fourteen. Two more shorter episodes. seasons. Yeah. They're doing fourteen more episodes. I think they're splitting in half and half, seven and seven. I'm kinda of sad to see it end, but I'm glad they know when to end it, you know, because some shows tend to trail along too far. But I was really excited and I love the Games of Thrones, the finale and the Penelope episode both of them, so I kind of geeked out over that. We wanted
1: to do a special Game of Thrones finale episode. We didn't get a chance to do it (laughs) on Pop Confidential. Um, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll do one for Geek Confidential, but maybe it's too much of old news. But for me this summer, I loved it too. Though there was, you gave no mention of Cersei blowing shit
2: up in that final
1: episode.
2: Look, Cersei gets on my last, Good but come on! She blew want shit up! Die. Yeah, yeah, she blew shit up with the wildfire because that's her thing. You know, she likes to both things up because she thinks she the, she's the queen bee and blah, blah, blah. Somebody will knock her down eventually. I can't stand Cersei. That's why I chose not to talk about her. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Craig, what do you have at number four?
0: Well, unfortunately, there's some duplication here because my number four is the World of Warcraft expansion, and I was um, I was actually rather shocked that I didn't put it higher on my list, but it uh, so there was far just such I love
1: good stuff this summer.
0: Well, I love the yeah, that's true. I love the armor. I love the uh, the setup. I love the fact that I'm uh, I'm getting even my 100s characters uh, loaded geared. up with fully geared all all the little extras and all the little things you can buy with your your fell shards and just. I was I was able to buy all of my I was able to buy all of the equipment so when I start when this started I was totally loaded down with all the great stuff and all the great armor and even leveling up my uh, my uh, weapons up to 725 before this even hit the shelves so to speak I was ready to ready to roll it had 2000 of my fell shards saved back to see what else would come out and just I, I I was absolutely ready, and I hit I hit the bricks running with every single character was loaded down.
1: Okay, uh, coming in at number four for me is Captain America: Civil War. Go team Iron Man! As everybody knows, I was mm, team Iron yes. Man for the film. I loved it. I loved Tony Stark versus uh, Captain America. I loved the final fight scene. The choreography with the Winter Soldier, Iron Man, and Captain America in that in the climax was epic. I loved how they introduced Spider Man. I loved the way that they incorporated Ant Man and the various other characters that we have had show up in other movies. I thought it, they, it did really well. It was a great way to kick off the summer. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I, I I can't, there's not a single, I don't think there's a single negative thing I can say about it. Maybe I'd have to go back and listen to that Pop Confidential episode that we uh, recorded, but I can't think of anything now looking back, But maybe my memory's going, that could be it too. Um, of, that was negative. It was really good. It was a great way to kick off the summer, and I loved it. Mel, who do you have or what do you have at number three?
2: My number three comes from Comic Con, which is, you know, Geek Heaven. The Wonder Woman trailer. Oh my god, how fantastic was that trailer? I it was epic. cannot I cannot wait for that movie to come out because let's be honest, the best thing about Batman vs. Superman was Wonder Woman. Absolutely. So to get to see an entire movie devoted to Wonder Woman and the Amazons taking on whoever they're going to take on in the whole movie, I'm excited to see it. And I believe Chris Pine is playing the romantic interest, right? Because he's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, he's he's another gorgeous one. But like, I think the trailer was really well done. You know, you see the softer side of her, you see the action side and you get a little bit, you know, a little glimpse into her world before we really dive in. I just, I loved everything about it. And, you know, come on, we got a woman kicking butt. We got women kicking butt. You know, I'm always here for that. So love that trailer. Cannot wait till it comes out let's so, do this
1: question for you after you saw <laughs> that trailer did you end up or did you end up reading that post by that former warner brothers employee who who was saying that it wasn't as good as people the trailer made it out to be did you see that story at all
2: i did i did and I what saw did that. you think
1: of that did it impact anything or
2: no because i still i'm still going to see it you know i still want to go see it i did the same thing with suicide squad which we'll get to later but um that... I, I'm excited to see it. You know, DC movies tend not to be as great as Marvel movies. At least so far, they have. <laughs> that is yeah, an understatement. There, understatement.
1: Sure did. understatement.
2: Sure did. We missed wow. you on the Suicide
1: Squad episode. <laughs> so,
2: I know I couldn't make it. I'm sorry. Don't worry. When we get to Dishonorable Mentions, I'll get the Suicide Squad. Anyways, um, if Batman so... versus
1: Superman could have would have qualified for the time frame, <laughs> it would be my one of mine as well for exactly. Dishonorable.
2: So, you know, um, we'll get there, but you know, you kind of have to see how it plays out. Wonder Woman, I'm excited to see where it goes. It looks like the story's in the right place. We never really know, but I'm not going to let that deter me from going to see it. I mean, come on, it's Wonder Woman. We found how long have we been waiting for this Wonder Woman movie? Let's be real about the situation. True, very true. I have to go and see it. And if it's even
1: halfway good, it will be a vast improvement over Catwoman, which was, (laughs) I think, the last female lead Warner Brothers movie that we had from DC comics, Craig, who or what do you have at number three?
0: Oh, my number three is, is a, was a, a guilty pleasure, uh, marathon, uh, TV show marathon. And that was the TV show stranger things. I, I, I heard all of the, all the little rumors and things. And then all of a sudden people saying stranger things, stranger things. I heard whisperings in my bedroom, stranger things, stranger things. We'll I really there. do not Sorry. want
1: to know what's going <laughs> on in your bedroom, Craig.
0: <laughs> this this TV show is Steven Spielberg meets Stephen King. It's it's a uh, 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 Stand by Me meets meets Super Eight. I mean, this TV show is just amazing. It's awesome. I would have thought that it was Stephen King meets Steven Spielberg, and they both worked on the project, but apparently not. But these guys most of the these two guys are not dead yet, but the the people that made stranger things actually did channel them. Cause this thing is absolutely stunning and detective and God, I can't wait till the next eight episodes. It's only eight episodes long so far. So, so be prepared to, to, to either take your time and uh, take the rest of the year to watch it or watch it in one night. One of those two things is going to happen, but yeah, you're going to love it. Go watch it. It it's, it's really really amazing.
1: My number 3 is also stranger things. Uh Craig recommended it, Nick recommended it. Um Mel, I believe I saw her commenting about it on Twitter and I was like am I going to be able to get this in before I go on um before I go on the Labor Day vac- my Labor Day vacation, which is what this episode is airing. And I was like hmm do I have time? So I figured, okay, I'll give it what I'll give it an episode, see how it is, and I was hooked. The theme song, the Winona Ryder. It was I mean, it was nice to see her in action. The kids loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, we're gonna we have the ep- if you have not listened to our Stranger Things episode that aired last week, be sure to tune into that where we or tune in for that where we go in depth, but absolutely loved it mel what did you have or who or what do you have at number two i'll give you one guess stranger things
2: (laughs) stranger things um i had it at number two for me just because i've watched it twice have you yeah i was talking to one of my friends and he had his
1: he was going through it the second time as well
2: yeah, I watched it myself um, during my week, but it wasn't even a week. It was like three days. I binged the show because it was so good. And then I went for the weekend with my family, and I walked in, and they went, "Have you seen Stranger Things? Because we're gonna watch it." And I was like, "I will watch it again. It was that good." So I've seen it twice, which is was why is that my number two. Such a fantastic series. It has, it's got that old school feel. You know, it's set in the '80s, and it's kind of, kind of got that '80s twinge nostalgia to it. it feels a little bit like E.T. you know I think Craig mentioned Super 8 it feels like that too the, set, but the soundtrack like, is tronish. mhm and it has such a it has a strong cast you know you've got these kids who are amazing actors you've got Wynonna Ryder which I feel like is kind of making her comeback cause it's about time because you know Wynonna went through a little trouble there but you With know five she made you, discount. we've already talked about that the Stranger Things podcast but um You know, she lets you know, hey, I'm an actress and I can still do this. I got this. And I appreciate that because she was so good. I can steal your wallet,
0: but I could also steal your heart.
2: Okay. And she She stole stole. hearts. She did. (laughs) And I loved it. It, You know, it, it all really came together. It's suspenseful, which I feel like is really great because, you know, you kind of know what's <laughs> happening, but you really don't know what's going on. And it keeps you hooked. It keeps you going. Like Luke said, you wanted to watch one episode and you couldn't just watch one episode. I did the same thing. So, you know, we've kind of already talked about it a lot, especially with the whole podcast. So please, please, if you have not watched Stranger Things, it's a fast binge. It is only eight episodes. Do yourself a favor and watch it. You will not be disappointed.
1: Number two, Craig, what do you have at number two? Who or what?
0: Well, my number two is going to be the Game of Thrones. And and I'm telling you, I was never more shocked, or I haven't been more shocked since the Red Wedding than I was when Cersei lit things up. I mean, I absolutely sat there. My You know, my mouth doesn't drop open. I've experienced nearly everything you can experience. My mouth dropped open and didn't close for 10 minutes. So that... That thing, I'm telling you, when the, when the whatever you call it, the temple, the, the gathering place goes up in flames, I absolutely freaked. I just, you know, as much as I hated her the moment that Bran fell off the tower, uh, I, it's a whole new level of hatred. And I was actually, even though I hated to see the the young king uh, jumping to his death, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, that uh, is not I, a
1: spoiler. Everybody and their she, mother knows that boy jumped to his death.
0: She, she deserved every moment of the pain and the horror that she felt after that. Everyone she knows and loves has to die before she finally gets it in the end. And she has to get it in the end. She is so evil and so horrible and so awful that she does everything she can to set herself up to be this bad person and resents everyone else because of it. I mean, how bad can you possibly be? She is a level of evil that... That's seldom seen. She's Joker evil. I'm talking about Jack yeah, Nicholson Yeah,
1: but you know what? I like. I agree with you. She's bad. But let's face it. Ramsay Bolton got what he deserved.
0: I don't care about Ramsay Bolton. Marjorie <laughs> did not deserve what she got. That was that was horrendous. I mean, you Cersei needs to be boiled in oil, drawn and quartered, stabbed. Then, then thrown into the volcano and then peed on. That's what she needs, and I can't wait for Daenerys Targaryen to come in there and absolutely kick her ass. I want Arya there, stabbing her in the back, while while uh, Daenerys is stabbing her in the front. I mean, I want her to die badly. So, but I, I can't. You know, I love George R. R. Martin, so he'll probably do it for me. So go, George.
1: Okay, um, not to be you, too now, harsh. Now that you've way. taken out your violent tendencies on this podcast. Um, wow. Coming in at number two for me is also Game of Thrones, um, except for I have some specific moments not yet mentioned. First, um, the scene with where Jon and Sansa reunite. I have that mm, on that my, was good. I have that on my DVR. I've watched it, that episode several times. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Hold the Door. Loved it. When Sansa you... saved them at the battle, loved it. When Ramsay Bolton was eaten alive, loved it. Cersei, I like that she blew shit up, but when she sat on that throne and then Jamie comes in and gives her the look, I was like, oh, this is not going to end well um (laughs) granny tyrell is an honorable mention for me because of course she had great uh she stole every scene that she was in when they were going up to the sparrow to try and get marjorie back and she was like we're beaten loved it when she put the sand snakes in their place loved it i'm trying to think if there's anything else this was a fantastic season from beginning to end it's my favorite season and i've never bought a game of thrones Season on DVD, but I will be buying this one.
0: Mel, get out your wallet, it's gonna be expensive. I know,
1: <laughs> uh, especially on Blu ray. Mel, who do you have it, or who or what do you have at number one?
2: My number one has actually already been mentioned, and it is Captain America Civil War. Oh, nice! Only oh, I thought it's fantastic. It's one of the best Marvel films I've seen, probably since the original Avengers, just because everyone i felt like was in it you know and it's people you've been wanting to see on screen like black panther did not disappoint you know the way he entered the movie through the tunnel in a fight scene you know was going on unveils his mask you see it is the african king's son oh my gosh spider-man was in it and you know and he was a true teenager in this one you know in the other series we kind of seen Spider-Man grow up and he's a teenager and this one he's having fun and Ant-Man is doing his thing. And come on, the main battle scene between Captain America and Iron Man, you you have these two very strong personalities and they are on opposite sides of the fence and they are going at it in an all out -out brawl. It was fantastic to see it play out on the big screen. I just, just anything that that can get me, you know, talking to the screen and the movies to myself going, oh my God, oh my God, it's so amazing oh my gosh, I don't know who to root for. I don't know what to do. To get me to geek out that much, you have to be my number one. I love that film. It's fantastic.
1: Okay. Very cool. Craig, who or what do you oh. have at number one?
0: Oh, everybody knows who I'm going to have as number one. Captain America Civil Suicide War. Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. God. Well oh, no. Suicide Squad can bite me. That's... <laughs> no. oh. Captain America Civil War. Oh, my God. Yes. Everything is in it. this is a, I've been a comic book geek since both since almost as many years as both of you been been alive, so I'm telling you, I love this one. It is a it is a quintessential comic book freaks comic book freak movie. I mean, it is so jam packed. When I mean I'm I may have been one of the few people in the world that knew that Giant Man that Ant Man was going to turn into Giant Man one day, and it, I absolutely again had a comic gasm at that moment. It was like. Oh son of a bitch! This is un oh wow! I'm just like I'm thrilled. I can barely contain myself in my seat. I I love that scene so much. I loved and it, it was it was just the classic comic book turnaround where where the rebel turns into the establishment. That's Iron Man. So gotta hate Iron Man. And the team and Iron the establish- Man. and the establishment turns into the into the rebel, which is Captain America. And all of a sudden, Captain America is no longer Captain America. More on that later, uh, but it's it's. I mean, he leaves. He basically takes half the Avengers and leaves with them, and who knows what group that's going to be. And Iron Man stays again. Stays in the in the uh, law and order category, and Iron Man in the law and category. Logging that, particularly in these series of movies, it was just it was too much to ignore. It was, I you know, I I, I wrestle with myself on which was better, Winter Soldier and and civil war that one was more personal and more intimate this one is more flying out there at full speed i mean uh everybody is going at each other in this in the in the new civil war and and the fight scenes were incredible and when i got when i thought well you can't top this fight scene you can't fight you can't top the the top five uh, avengers fighting the top five uh used to be avengers you can't you'll never top that then is the final feat scene the scene the the climax scene where where uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America trying to leave, uh, keep keep alive against <clears throat> Iron Man, but not kill Iron Man because Iron Man's really a good guy. He's just he's just off the he's off on a bender from rage and adrenaline. And I'm telling you that that was one one of the quintessential moments in in comic book history, not just comic book movie history, comic book history. Because that I mean, watching that if it doesn't stir your emotions because you you're all of a sudden loving Bucky and you're loving Captain America, but then you can't really hate Iron Man because he's doing what he has to do because because he just found out why his why his life was stolen away from him and why his parents were stolen away and how they were stolen away. So man, oh man, if you don't get in uh, emotionally involved in that scene, you you do not have emotions. You are you are your Luke basically.
2: Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and pull that shade right on down, Craig. Yep.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, coming in at number one for me is my first Comic-Con. I went to Phoenix Comic-Con uh, this year. I, I Prior to my moving to Phoenix, I had never lived anywhere close or had the time to, in the meantime, travel to visit Comic-Cons. So I went to the Phoenix Comic-Con, had a blast, got to see and do all kinds of fun things. Picked up some uh, mementos. Uh, found myself a Funko Pop uh, TARDIS, which is now sitting on my bookshelf, which I absolutely love. Got myself a Daredevil Funko Pop as well. I do have, I do collect them. I can't help it. I loved it. I, I don't know if I loved it enough to consider doing cosplay, but that might be something that I have to work up to in a couple years. I don't who, know that- Who
2: would you dress up as, Luke, if you could pick anyone? Well, oh, can we not say it on this podcast? Is that a different show? No, that, that's the different. <laughs> <that's the narrative. laughs>
1: no, that is that's no. It's fine. When I I figured that if I I figured that if I was going to cosplay, what I would try to do at some point, either as cosplay or possibly at Halloween, not necessarily this year, but at a Halloween, would be Wolverine. I figured, okay. I figured I could pull a, a reasonable Wolverine off. We'll see. I don't know.
2: Wow. So
1: so that was my number one. I plan on going to many more next year. I just have to make sure I spread out my PTO. Mel, dishonorable mentions.
2: Dishonorable mentions? There's only one on the list because I'm going to talk about it the whole time. Sue a side squad. What a disappointing show from DC on this one they hyped it up the whole summer first of all I'm mad because you made me wait for the whole summer for this bullshit I go and see it on the midnight show and I'm watching the movie I'm excited I can't wait and then I see the film and I'm like what the what was that I waited the whole summer for this this is what you made me wait for Jared Leto as Joker is beyond disappointing he had about 10 minutes of film in it and to me to me, it felt like he was trying too hard. You know, he didn't want to be, you know, super serious like Heath Ledger's Joker was, and he didn't want to be as quirky and exciting as, you know, Jack Nicholson's Joker was. So he, to me, he kind of tried to do a mix of them, and it didn't work. It just, it, nothing about it was working for me, and I was really disappointed in him because we all know that he's a good actor. I know you can do it. You just didn't show me anything. And then for me, the storyline, like the main villains. Of Suicide Squad, I wasn't down with that either, because I'm not, let's be honest, I'm not really down with the whole Enchantress story to begin with. I always thought it was kind of meh, and now Enchantress's brother is going, and he's this big, you know, supernatural kind of big bad, and he's causing all this damage and everything, and you're not giving me enough. You're just telling me that he's bad, and he wants to kill people. Okay, that's nice, but why? Is there like a, do we steal your land? Do we take all your people? Did we, what? what happened there? I don't know. I don't know why, and also I'm not really impressed with any of this because it's all CGI. Uh, okay, is there can we have some kind of other conflict in it? So I really wasn't here for any of that. I will say Viola Davis remains amazing as a Waller. Absolutely, absolutely, fantastic. She kind of really grounded everything, and she made you pay attention. But that's Viola. You know, Viola has this really amazing screen presence, and you know she makes you pay attention to her. So. I I thought that was great. I thought Will Smith did a great job as um, Deadshot because, you know, he's another good actor for me. Suicide Squad was about the actors more than anything. I feel like they were the ones that kind of was like, "Mm, I mean, I guess I was okay paying this $12 or whatever. But for overall, the film just didn't do a whole lot for me. I just was, was kind of really disappointed and upset over it, and that's why it has to be in my dishonorable mentions. Did you have any honorable mentions before I go to Craig? Oh, did I have any honorable mentions? Um, I'm excited to see where Aquaman goes because there's another beautiful man in that one. Jason Momoa, how you doing, sir? Um, let me see. That's all I got off the top of my head.
1: Aquaman. Okay. Craig, uh, honorable and dishonorable mentions?
0: Uh, well, dishonorable is what I focused on. And that was, as uh, as Melanie mentioned, or Mel... Um, suicide squads it was absolutely terrible i mean frankly i thought uh that uh, like one bright spot was uh, um, was almost missing from that but yeah gerald leto was as the joker was horrible will smith seemed to phone it in Uh, i did like amanda waller she i thought she was good but i thought her character was underutilized and 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 almost almost pardon
2: i said i was agreeing with you
0: oh yeah under underutilized um, I thought they could have done so much more with Will Smith. They needed to make him seem like a good guy, and let, instead of making him seem like a bad guy from the beginning. Because, I mean, it just uh, getting these six, getting six, seven people, however you want to count them together, uh, the worst people in the universe, without giving them some, some good moments, like, like uh, at least, at least Harley Quinn loved dogs, or, or at least Boomerang. Uh, loved his mother. I mean, something that was recoverable, but they didn't. They made them seem like really horrible people. And how in the world could this not be a bad idea? Getting the worst people in the world together, try to put them, put them in in a squad to do some good, but no way to to recover them. I mean, the original Magnificent Seven, and we have the new one coming out. The original Magnificent Seven. These people all had good moments and good things about them. Uh, the Dirty Dozen, same kind of thing. I watched both those movies after Suicide Squad to see if I missed something. No, there was always some redeemable characteristic in each of these. In Suicide Squad, nothing redeemable in any of these people. Uh, and they didn't redeem any of it anyway. I mean, I, I hated the movie. I couldn't believe it was as bad as it was. As many mistakes as they made with Batman versus Superman, this was this was just unnecessarily bad. There was so much good in there. They had a a really terrific character actor in Will Smith that they could have made into something that everybody loved. Uh, Harley Quinn was the only bright spot, though I I like I like Rick Flag, the character Rick Flagg and Joel Kim, and I thought he did a pretty good job. He's my he's my favorite person in the movie. Uh, but again, Harley Quinn was the most fun. So those two back to back were were really kind of interesting interesting choices. But all in all, it was a it was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea, and uh, um, let's see. I had one more dishonorable mention. Uh, that was Ghostbusters. Uh, in, in so many ways, Ghostbusters was terribly disappointing. I actually liked the film better than I thought it was, but I was so disappointed in in the whole community. I mean, I didn't want to. I really didn't want to trash this this wonderful, classic, fun movie uh, that was so good. With with trying to recreate it and make it make it new, and I I didn't really. I'll be honest. I didn't really want to see it remade with all an all female Ghostbuster cast. But I didn't mind it. I thought if they did a great job and it was fun, it was half serious and half funny. I thought great. So, but what was worst worst about it was the dishonorable attention that characters got and the horror that is the social media that attacked this this film viciously i think we got to take a step back when social media goes after some someone so much What they
1: have done to her what they have done to leslie jones and the fact that she has been attacked on twitter she she's been hacked and like personal photos have been put out of her i mean that it is just terrible
2: it's absolutely disgusting there's no reason for rhyme or reason behind any of it i just don't they attack her it's it's absurd
0: it's absurd, makes no sense, and is is absolutely ridiculous i'm not I'm not liking everything she's done necessarily, but i like I like her and I like the fact that she just puts it all out there and she's fun to watch and and for her to be attacked like that, uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, it absolutely it is a very shameful moment in in and people should just absolutely be hit, burying themselves in the in in a hole because of what they did. so uh, again, I didn't dislike the movie as much as I thought I was. I gave it every possibility I could and there were moments that I thoroughly enjoyed and for the movie and and particularly Leslie Jones to take that kind of crap, no one should have to do that. So that's that's the dishonorable mention for me. Okay. That th- that one should not be as it is and should never have been done. So
1: well, I have three honorable mentions and three dishonorable mentions. My honorable mentions uh Kubo and the Two Strings it's a fantastic animated film. It's beautiful. It has a really good story. Check it out if you haven't watched it. DC's Rebirth um, comic re- uh, launch or relaunch, if you want to call it, where they have basically reset a bunch of stuff. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been reading The Flash. I've been reading Nightwing. I've got Birds of Prey, Aquaman, Teen Titans, And Titans, and I've been enjoying it. I've, uh, it's a perfect time to come back into the DC universe if you haven't been in, uh, haven't read comics for a while. I would recommend it. Check out your favorite characters. Uh, Star Trek Beyond. That's an honorable mention for me. It wasn't a great film, but it was a thoroughly enjoyable film, and so I thought it was good. Dishonorable mentions: X Men Apocalypse. uh, Yeah, Independence Day. really needed Will Smith. It's really bad that they could not figure out a way to back a money truck up to his house, give him what he wanted, and then find someone who could actually write a decent script. And finally, Suicide Squad. It was better than I expected, but not as good as I hoped. And DC has got to get their act together. You cannot bomb both the villain or the anti-hero and the hero side of your universe and expect people to keep giving you chances. How many more bombs are viewers going to accept before they just start writing off DC universe films? They've got a clue.
0: Hire Stan Lee, DC to do your work for you.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know how much writing he's actually done of the movie scripts, but they got to figure something out. Well, you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash GK Confidential. Mel, where can they find you on Twitter?
2: can find me on Twitter uh, at my name, Melody Aikles. It's a long one, so get a pin. M-E-L-O-D-I-E-A-I-K-E-L-S.
0: Craig, where can they find you? They can find me at ZMovieManiac on Twitter and MovieMadnessPodcast.com.
1: Okay. You can always find me at Luke underscore Kerr. Also, if you've enjoyed this top five podcast, we would encourage you to write us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think. Give us a rating. Those help us out. Help more people find us. And when you're a new podcast, you need as much exposure as you can get. So we thank you for doing that in advance just as an FYI, I'm going to mention it in this episode. I mentioned it in the stranger things episode. I had planned on launching geek confidential, the website, um, before labor day. And, um, it didn't quite work out cause I had some technical stuff came up. And then while you're listening to this podcast, I'm on vacation. So it's going to be launching in the middle of September instead. So if you want to comment on this episode, Go ahead and do it. Hit us up on Twitter. Find us um, either at the main one or on our personal ones. Hit us up. Ask us questions. If there's something that you want us to discuss on a podcast, let us know. Because, hey, sometimes we can't think of everything. Contrary to public belief, I cannot think of everything. We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long.
2: Bye, y'all.
0: Goodbye.